When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Carolina leading Calgary 2-0 with 7.09 left in the first period as we update the scoreboard for Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Also in the NHL tonight, Jets and the Avalanche scoreless late in the first. Also in the first period, Philly up 2-0 on the Coyotes. In the second period, no score, Ducks and Hawks. Predators lead Tampa Bay 3-1. Capitals up 3-2 on the Stars. Third period, Islanders with a 4-3 edge on the Blue Jackets. The Maple Leafs have defeated Ottawa 4-3. The Kings in control against the Canadians, up 4-0 with four minutes to go. Detroit and San Jose in a 5-5 tie in the last minute of the third. Overtime looming, and Buffalo wins 3-1 on the road against Boston. And Thursday night football, Patriots have scored about four games worth of points for their offense anyway. Patriots leading Pittsburgh 21-10 at the two-minute warning in the first half. I listed off a lot of sports cities on that scoreboard. This guy enjoyed one particular sports city a few days ago. Oilers play-by-play voice and my good buddy Jack Michaels is on the line. Hey, Jack. Reed, good to hear from you. It's been a while. Is, th- does the, is this it for the hoodie in New England? Does he finally just say enough is enough? I'm not rebuilding this team. Yeah, I don't know whether he's going to have much of a choice, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think uh, I think New England's reached the past due stage as far as he's concerned. And uh, you know what? It's, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. I could see a club like New Orleans or Atlanta – uh, someone on the cusp of maybe winning a weaker division, uh, looking at, at Belichick as a guy who could, you know, perhaps make the difference. I, I, I do think he's a guy who may resurface again with another club, but in terms of New England, I, I don't think there's a uh, shortcut to contention once again, especially in, you know, what, what seems to be an increasingly loaded AFC. Now, do you take well you must now the game's not over it's 21-10 with still 32 minutes left but you must be enjoying this potential because the you need you need the Steelers to drop this one right Absolutely absolutely and and for those new to the show it, despite being a western Pennsylvania native I made a very ill-fated choice to go with my northeast Ohio brethren when I was a little kid so I'm a Browns fan rather than a Steelers supporter and so as a result yes absolutely I need uh, I need the AFC contenders to drop off and Cleveland somehow to find a way to win two more games to limp into the playoffs it's not going to be easy they they might they're probably going to need three wins let's be honest well, and it's not looking good for the team. I support the Seahawks, who have to play the Niners and then the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> the, no. and, and unfortunately for you, the Seahawks beat the Browns in the last minute. If the Browns had that one, they'd be in much better shape. 
Exactly. And if the Browns had stayed on the ground, they probably would have won that game. So, uh, but yeah, no, I had a great sports weekend with my son this past weekend, taking advantage of the uh, rare six day break in the Oilers schedule. I was able to duck down to LA. It coincided with his 17th birthday and we were able to cram in Clippers, Lakers, uh, Rams, of course, who were playing the Browns and the LA Kings. Plus, uh, you know, you know me, highly cultured as always, uh, trips to the museums of the Academy Awards and the Grammys. So we covered all the entertainment industries available to us in L.A. in 72 hours. Okay, so let's dive into that. Was that, was it four games in two days or four games in three days? No, four games in two days. Okay, so were uh, Clippers Saturday. and Lakers on the same day? Yeah, exactly. So they and did the, the, the they changed the floor and got everybody out and then exactly. back in. Exactly, and okay. that's not atypical. I mean, we we've been there, Reed, when they've had Clippers, Lakers, Kings, and Justin Bieber, uh, you know, all within a thirty-six hour period. I was there for Saturday, Clippers at one, Lakers at seven thirty, and Kings Sunday at five, which for them is a kind of a relaxed schedule. That is a that is a busy building. I was actually surprised there wasn't a concert in the mix in that time because they, they do. They they stack them up. There was a there was an oiler road trip where not only Justin Bieber performed at you know at that point it was called Staples but we actually ran into Justin Bieber uh on the airstrip at like 2 in the morning the Oilers had arrived from a game in Chicago and you know kind of jokingly we saw a little you know a chartered plane coming in at 2 a.m. while we were waiting for our bags to come off the plane and a couple guys joked to how that might be Bieber coming in from London England and it in fact was and he came <laughs> over and said hello to the guys actually got himself in a little bit trouble they had to get him out of there because he hadn't cleared customs yet but that's a true story we met justin bieber on an la runway at about three o'clock in the morning local time all right so and i've been to staples center uh and that it is dark in the it's like john shannon always says the americans light the arenas differently there's not a lot of light in the stands but they really like the court or the ice and i found that when i was at staples who won the games by the way i don't even remember well, the Clippers won in the final eight seconds in a game they never led or tied the entire way. They were down five nothing and nine two to start, and then Paul George had a three right in Clay Thompson's face to beat the Warriors by one. Uh, the Lakers demolished the Rockets, and uh, the Kings were able to beat the Avalanche. And I, I think they were—I I didn't hear you read the final, but I know they were up three nothing in the third in Montreal tonight. I mean, they're on a serious roll. Yeah, it's 4 nothing now. They're going to win probably 4 yeah, nothing. Yeah, LA, LA is, uh, you know, at, at this point, I mean, realistically, and I was I was talking with guys, I was saying, look, you know, Edmonton's, Edmonton, in my mind, is, is going to make the playoffs, and they're, they're going to make the playoffs easily, in my opinion. But they're going to have, a, having said that, they're going to have a hard time having Ole Ice in any of the potential four rounds of the playoffs because of the starts that Vegas and L.A. have gotten off to. It's yeah. a long way off in terms of I, – I still think they have an outside shot at Vancouver because I think the Canucks are bound to come back to the field a little bit. 
But they're, they're, they're going to have a hard time finishing in the top three in the Pacific because all three of those teams have gotten off to great starts, and it's a lot of points to make up. But having said that, the Oilers are playing much better. I think you'd agree with me, Reed, that while the top three in each division have been reasonably solid, we're going to have some pretty mediocre uh, Western Conference wildcard teams potentially. Uh, I, I think, again, I think Edmonton's going to elevate. I think the Oilers are going are to finish with a pretty reasonable record. I they're going to obviously be hard pressed to match last year's 109 points, but I think there's a very good chance that the second wild card team, in other words, the eighth place team in the Western Conference, Reed, I think their point total might be in the 80s rather than yeah. the 90s. Yeah, it could be high 80s. You're right. As we go along, Jack, I, I don't, I, and I want to talk to you, but I got, I got to go back because you Browns at Rams. So yeah. how many Browns fans were there? How vocal were you guys? A ton. Yeah. Cleveland Browns fans travel very well. I, I'm not going to say they're, I, they're very close to Pittsburgh in that regard. And, and you know what? In the NHL, we see that a lot uh, with the Edmonton fans, especially in the warm weather stops. There, there's a lot of Oiler fans at all the Arizona games and all the L.A. games and all the Florida games, especially when those are on weekend trips. The Oilers fans travel very well. In football, the Steelers and the Browns in particular travel exceptionally well. So, uh, you know, at the hotel we were staying at in L.A., uh, a lot of Brown supporters. So, my, you know, my son got a kick out of it. I mean, he was stro- strutting around in that Miles Garrett jersey virtually the entire weekend. I think that thing could have walked to the plane uh, ride home by itself. Uh, you know, 17-year-old boys aren't necessarily known for their hygiene by the end of a weekend trip like that. So, in any event, we had a great time, and he, he loved being around the all the hullabaloo. But I'll tell you what, the bus ride to the game was a lot louder uh, than the bus ride back uh, to the hotel after the game. It was a pretty subdued bunch. So what is SoFi Stadium like? I'll tell you what, Reed. Without a doubt, I would say SoFi Stadium. And remember, this is a $5 billion facility. But it is the finest venue I've ever been to, and it's not even close. I mean, not even close. Uh, it It is remarkable. And... You know, I've seen them, you know, internationally, I haven't seen everything. You know, I haven't been to O2 Arena. And I've, you know, I mean, they're they're internationally, uh, my resume isn't as strong, but certainly in North America, I've been to all the newest and greatest facilities, and and SoFi blows them all out of the water. I mean, it's, it's spectacular. It really is. They did a great job. Obviously, they had a lot of money to play with, uh, but it is a fabulous facility. I enjoyed it. All the technical, technological innovations. The seats are cozy. It's a roomy stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Uh, I've been to Jerry World. I've been to you know Vegas. I'm 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 just telling you, this is a uh, fabulous facility, and it was a great time. And you know, the best thing is, uh, for a weekend, I was cool again. (laughs) <laughs> you, well, you're always cool to me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little, you know, no offense, Reed, but I can pull that off with you. It's a little harder with my 17-year-old <laughs> son to still seem relevant. Yeah, <laughs> fair. well, fair enough. Well, that's that's a, a, a dream trip, so that's uh, that, that's awesome. Good, good for you guys. And uh, when I think about uh, sporting events I've, I've been to with my mom and dad, you know, those, those are some of the best. I don't know if you knew this. My parents and I know we didn't know this until after the game, and we went out for snacks. 
We went to the Monday night game when someone threw the Skittles at Marshawn Lynch in the end zone after he got a touchdown in Seattle. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Cause remember he, that. Because he liked Skittles. Back. Yeah. So, so. But, but I, you know, you guys you guys have had your own fun. I mean, I I imagine it's it, those years where uh, the three of you would walk to all the uh, Elks games. That must have been kind of fun. The, the walk. You know what? I mean, the, the traveling there, to the to and from, and kind of the talking about the game and, and spending time together on the plane, that, that's uh, that's what really makes it. Because, to be honest with you, I I get wrapped up in, in at least in the Browns game. I mean, the other games, I, I really could care less. But the, the right. Browns game, I get wrapped up as a fan. I mean, I'm I, uh, you know, I kind of forget for a second that it's a father-son deal, and I'm, I'm, I'm like 12 years old again, and I'm all frustrated and bummed out after the game. And that's, that's what I love about, you know, my business is I, I see both sides of it. I, I don't mind being a pro when I got to be a pro, uh, but when I, it's time to be a fan, I can pull that off pretty well. I'm a very immature middle-aged gentleman. <laughs> Well, then you pick your spots well, I think. So that's yeah. okay. Hey, uh, thanks for making time to come on the show, buddy. It's uh, it's it's been too long, but we always love having you. And I'll see you for the morning skate tomorrow, my friend. Thanks for the storytelling about the weekend. That's an incredible experience. You bet it, brother. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow night's game. I mean, these two teams, a lot of similarities. Minnesota's gone on a nice little run since bringing in John Hines. I know they're going to be tired coming off the game in Vancouver tonight, but uh, tomorrow will be an interesting test. I know I know the Oilers get the wild on the second of the back-to-back, but this will be a real good test. And you mentioned the Carolina score. Not surprising. I don't I don't know whether you caught the Rod comments during last oh, night's yeah. game to Darren Pang, but it was it was fairly amusing and I think his team took the hint. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, they, they scored well they scored two minutes and ten seconds into the game today. So there not quite go. a full reversal from yesterday, but but close. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Cheers, pal. That's Oilers play-by-play voice on Sportsnet and occasionally on 630 Chad. Jack Michaels checking in tonight. He was on the hotline powered by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. It's 780-496-0063. You can also email the show inside sports at 630Chad.com. Back in a couple minutes. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Houston Hopkins is in on the four check, but it does come free. And the puck to the blue line kept in by McDavid. He'll go through the middle. What a move to Hyman. Scores! Patrick goal for Zach Hyman. Kind of strip a puck and um, it's kind of a quick little three on two there and decided not to pass it to Nuge and go to the inside and then just find Hyman on the on the backside. I had a good view of it. I was right behind him, so uh, just a little little toe drag uh, with speed. I mean, uh, maybe not many guys can pull that off and then uh, have the um, the vision to, to be able to slide that through the, to Himes on the backside. It was, uh, it was a pretty nice play, and obviously uh, Himes knows how to put him in, so uh, it's, yeah, it, was, it was a big one for him. On the left side of Yanmark, now to Hyman in the left wing corner. Makes a move, he'll bring it in front, scores! What a play by Zach Hyman! Turned back in by McDavid, cuts across the blue line, now to Newton Hopkins, in front, scores! Zach Hyman makes it 4 
nothing Edmonton. Yeah, he's been great. You know, he's uh, he's really found his his groove lately, um, especially around the net. I think uh, obviously that first goal is uh, you know really really nice goal. The second one is a great shot. You know, that's uh, that's a that's a harder shot than he made it look. Um, you know, a really really good shot. And obviously the third one, um, you know, he finishes off. So you know, he's done a lot of good things, and it's good to see him um, putting him in the net. Yeah, Zach. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jack Hyman having a great season. The Oilers on a roll. On a roll. Having won five in a row. 6-1 win over Carolina last night. Tomorrow hosting the Minnesota Wild who are about to face off in Vancouver. So Oilers now will be at 4. The face-off show will be at 5.30. The game will be at 7. 780-496-0063. Callan, what do you have? Hey, quickly before we leave tonight, we've got one from Andy S. The carpet guy texting in and says, Hey, Reed, you sound like your patience with Jack Campbell has worn thin. Would you give Jack another shot? Yes, I would. Hey, I, but I, I mean, look, I, I I was wrong. I thought he'd be the bounce back story of the year for the Oilers, and he has not been. Um, I I just think, like I've been saying, if you look at it from a work standpoint, the Oilers are a business, and Jack Campbell is an employee, and they need him to work for the business, not to work for the. Junior business, if you whatever you want to call the farm team, or, or you know they they don't need him to find a job at another business, they need him to work for the Edmonton Oilers. I do think he will get one more chance to do that. I don't know if he's going to get two more chances to do that. Mm-hmm. And quickly from Farmer Ed, he texts in and says, Bob asks uh, you if you are seeing a difference the way the Oilers are playing under Knobloch. Well, I know you guys can't or don't want to say how good the coaching change has been, but as an all-time fan, I see a big difference as to how they approach the game. Maybe it's the shock of firing two coaches, but I see a different team from last spring. That's from Farmer Ed. Uh, Well, they're more confident for sure. Uh, I think they are doing a better job in the middle of the ice. And and Rob and I talked about that after Vegas eliminated Edmonton, that Vegas owned the slot at both ends of the ice. I think uh, under Knobloch, the Oilers have been pretty good in that area. Now, to be fair, at times they were good in that area under Woodcroft as well. I think Knobloch has uh, maybe found a different way to emphasize that that has perhaps uh, perked them up a little bit. All right. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening to Inside Sports. CHED Edmonton. The station you turn to in an emergency. 630 Chad. Edmonton's News. Today's talk. A chorus entertainment radio station.